Welcome to The Benefits Beat, the podcast that helps you navigate the complex world of benefits. Together, we're going to dive deep into the industry, breaking down the barriers and exploring different topics surrounding benefits. We'll be bringing in subject matter experts who will share their knowledge, offering tips and tricks to help you understand, and more importantly, benefit from your benefits. Whether it's health insurance, dental, vision, disability, or other total awards you're offered, we've got you covered. Our aim is to empower you with the knowledge and understanding you need to make informed decisions. So join your hosts, Maggie and Zach, every two weeks as we explain the nuances, all in an effort to make it easier for you to navigate the world of benefits. Hi, I'm Maggie McConnell. And I'm Zach Ward, and we are your co-hosts for Hub Haran's Employee Benefits Podcast, The Benefits Beat. Dental insurance, Maggie, obviously is a huge critical component of healthcare that often gets overlooked. At least people are, are not utilizing their benefits to the best of, best of their abilities, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just about getting a portion of your dental bill covered. It's really about maintaining your overall dental health, which I heard a great quote the other day, death creeps in the gums by the famous Peter Griffin. Wait, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so it really it's just a component of your overall health. It's important to note that these services are typically broken down into three different groupings. And I'm hoping that you can just give our listeners an explanation of those three groups, those three areas. Yeah. Like you said, splitting up into three groups is probably the easiest way to do it. So first you have your preventive care. So that's going to cover things like your routine checkups and your cleanings. Then you have your basic treatments. So those are your fillings or your extractions. And then you have your major procedures. So those are root canals, bridges, and things like that. They're a little, little more intense. Perfect. So first, I want to focus on preventive care. We talk a lot about this on the medical benefits side of things, but on the dental side of things, it's as important, if not more important. Mm -hmm. Often, you hear the terminology, right? You only get one set of XYZ enamel, you only get one set of teeth, et cetera, et cetera. But most plans typically fully cover these regular checkups, these regular cleanings, um, kind of screenings for, hey, I've got a dental issue, I'm going to go in and get checked. I think we're all aware that bacteria in your mouth, it can lead to gum disease and tooth decay. Those are always the things that we hear. But did you know that oral hygiene actually plays a bigger role overall in your health? Some research suggests that poor oral health can lead to pneumonia, pregnancy and birth complications, and even cardiovascular disease and infections in your heart. So Maggie, that covers the preventive care. Next, you have your basic treatments, right? The second category of of the three areas that we'll talk about today. What should I be thinking about as a listener of, hey, I'm going to the dentist. This is where my procedure or my screening is going to fall. Yeah. Um, So obviously we already covered preventive, but, you know, your basic treatments are typically things that cover those essential dental services that are just like a little bit like a step up above the routine maintenance. Um, But they're not necessarily as complex or as costly as major procedures. Um, So your fillings, your extractions, and these are the places where your dental plans will most likely cover the majority of the cost. And you're just going to be responsible for that small portion that's left over. Yeah, I think the majority of people here, when they think about basic treatments, the majority of the time is going to be a cavity filling. Mm -hmm. I've gone to the doctor for my annual screening, my annual cleaning, etc. They told me I had a couple cavities. I'm going to go in and get them filled just as a precaution. And this is where that's going to fall. And then lastly, Maggie, we have major procedures and essentially things that probably will only happen a couple of times in your lifetime. And lastly, Maggie, we have our major services. So we've covered the preventive. Hey, I'm going to go get my teeth clean. I'm going to go get checked out by a dentist. Mm -hmm. You've got your basic treatments on, hey, I've got a cavity. I need to go get it filled. 
And then lastly, we'll cover what are major procedures? They're more complex. They're more invasive. How are those covered? What should I be thinking about? Yeah, so the major procedures are usually covered at a lesser amount than your basic. Um, So this is where you're going to be responsible for covering that remaining amount, only that amount is going to be higher than what it is for your basic services. Um, I know one of the most common questions I get from employees is, why am I getting this dental bill when I've already hit my annual maximum? Um, And this is because they don't typically understand what the difference is between a dental annual maximum and let's say like a medical out-of-pocket maximum. Um, they, so they both work differently. And for medical out-of-pocket maximums, that amount is the most you will play, pay in a plan year. And then for dental annual maximums, that amount is the most the plan will pay in the plan year. Which makes total, total sense. Yeah, because why not have <laughs> insurance and have a maximums right. work opposite? Never understood it. Don't know, but that's just how it works. <laughs> um, so, for example, let's say that you have a $1,000 annual maximum on your plan. You go to see your doctor for your annual visit. That costs $100, but let's say my plan covers that at 100%. Um, So that visit may be free for me, but my plan will apply that amount to my annual maximum, which means my my plan will pay $900 for the rest of the year. In that same year, let's say that I have to get a root canal, which would fall under that major procedure category. Um, So if my plan covers 50% of a major procedure, the total cost before insurance is $2,000, my plan will only cover $1,000. But since I already used that $100 on my preventive visit, my plan will pay the remaining $900, and then I would be responsible for paying, paying the remaining $1,100. Mm. So this is why I always try to tell people, if you're getting major treatments and you know you're going to your doctor, you know you're going to have a major procedure in the next year, consider planning them across multiple calendar years just so you're making you're making sure you're taking full advantage of that annual maximum benefit for, you know, all the years that you may need these services. Yeah, I think that leads into a good I feel like a broken record on this podcast sometimes, but I think it's mm-hmm. good reminders all the time. Hey, a lot of times employers will have two, maybe three different dental plans for you to choose from. Mm-hmm. Typically what I see is they're they're giving one as sort of a check the box on, hey, I want to go get my teeth cleaned a couple times a year. I want to have cavities filled, things like that. But sometimes they'll have differences in, in number one, maximums on how much your plan will pay. Mm-hmm. Number two, how those costs of services are essentially shared. It's very important as an employee, as our listeners, not only on the medical side are you thinking about what I have upcoming for, for medical, right? If it's a knee surgery, if it's shoulder surgery, whatever it is, PT, things like that. It also applies to the dental side of things. Mm-hmm. To your point, hey, I've got... I know, for example, I use, I'll use me. I know I need my wisdom teeth taken out. Yep. Now, I'm putting it off for as long as I possibly can because... It's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> I've got a little nerve that they might hit and I lose all bottom, bottom, all feeling in my bottom lip. So I'm trying to put it off as much as possible. But I also took that into consideration when choosing dental plans. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, I know I'm going to get this. I want to make sure that wherever the cost lines up, I'm getting the most bang for my buck when I do have to go through this, whether it's it automatically becomes a problem and I need to get them out immediately or whatever the case is. I just want to make sure that I'm taking the plan to where I'm getting the most bang for my buck in terms of the benefits. I don't want to be stuck on the most basic plan if I know I have some major procedure coming up. Well, and that's a great point, especially so, you know, like you said, companies will offer multiple options, whether One is just a base, hey, get your cleaning every year, and that's what's covered. Some might cover a little more. And then you have get into your orthodontia. So some will cover orthodontia, some will not. 
Some will only cover your children. So it is really important to make sure you're comparing those plans and choosing the one that actually works for you. Because I know before I got into the insurance world, my old job, it was a basic or a buy-up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, buy-up. Let's make sure every like everything that I have is covered. Well, I didn't actually do my research. And the buy-up option, the only thing that it covered extra was children under the age of 19 for orthodontia. Which exactly. I don't have, I didn't have, so that was not applying to me. So I was just paying more of my premiums Mm -hmm. for a benefit that I couldn't even use. Yeah, and the nice thing about dental is it's not obviously the majority of the time as expensive as the medical insurance. Mm -hmm. So you really have a little bit of flexibility, hopefully, in terms of which one is right for me. Can I take the extra premium, and is it worth it in the long run? If I have two kids that I know are probably going to need braces in the next year, it is 100% 100% far, worth it. <laughs> far and away worth it to spend the extra however much. Um, so, yeah, always know what is covered on your plan. And then I also think, you know, if you're getting those major services, just like in medical, if you're getting a big procedure, you might have to requ- – or the plan may require a prior authorization to be completed in order for those services to get approved. So if you know you have to get it, make sure you're working with your doctor, you're communicating with your with your provider and getting – all the paperwork you need and anything you need in order to get that approval from the insurance company. Typically during that process too, which I think our, our listeners appreciate anybody, anybody who has an experience with insurance appreciates, they will go through actually running it through the insurance and say, this is how much you're responsible for out of pocket, mm-hmm. which I feel like a lot of times in medical care and whatever care you're going to get, you don't know how much you're going to pay. But with dentists, I feel like it's, it's very transparent. Hey, we ran it through your insurance. This is what you're going to be responsible for. Yeah, and that's a great point. I think, you know, you can always do that beforehand to make sure what's covered, what won't be covered, what you'll be responsible for in the end, um, just as a way of staying, like you said, transparent and upfront about all the costs. Never want that surprise bill. <laughs> right, that, that is true. And one of the things that I've learned throughout my time in the insurance world is people think dental insurance and they relate it to everything with their, te- with their teeth. I do want to point out that there is sometimes where if something happened because of a medical complication, that dental procedure can actually be covered under their medical coverage. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, if you're in a car crash, maybe that's covered under a, a, a different insurance and you don't have to just run it through your dental provider. It's mm-hmm. a great point. And a good little, we always like to plug our engagement team, right? If you have a question about where a certain procedure falls, say you've had something happen and maybe you think it should be covered under medical insurance, reach out to our engagement team if you're a client of ours and just say, hey, this is the case. They can work on your behalf, um, go to the insurance providers, and make sure it's covered how it should be. Yep, I think that's a great point. So, Zach, do you want to recap and <laughs> lead us out? You're not doing that. I know. So, so, Maggie, to wrap up, we've talked about a number of different things. And to me, I think dental insurance, as we mentioned at the beginning, can get overlooked by a lot of people, especially when insurance costs seem to keep going up. They're really worried about the medical. They don't feel like they interact with their dentist a lot. But the, the, one, the things we want to leave our listeners with are, number one, go get your annual screenings. Mm-hmm. Dental is a huge piece of not only, obviously, your teeth self, but your medical health in general. Mm-hmm. Also understand what's covered on your, on your dental plan. You want to understand the, the different categories, the major, basic, and preventative, and then also how they're covered. So when you go to the doctor, you're prepared. You're not surpri- getting a surprise bill to your point. And then thirdly, we want to plan ahead when it comes to your dental health. There's a lot of ways that you can make the most of, hey, I've got this coming up. Am I going to spread it out between two plan years? Just to make sure that our listeners are, are really utilizing their benefits and getting 
what they're paying for. They're paying for it in the premium side. We want to make sure that we're taking the every advantage that we can for it. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be considered as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there are any discrepancies between what we say and your plan document, your plan document will prevail. If you have any questions about your benefits, please reach out to your HR representative. Thanks for tuning in today. Our suggestion box is always open, so if you have a question you would like us to answer or a topic you would like us to cover, send us a message on Instagram at The Benefits Feed. And remember to subscribe on your favorite listening app so you never miss an episode, and be sure to follow us on social media for more benefit tips and tricks.